Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 17 of Revelation chapter 22. We're going to be reading verses 14 and 15. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs, and sorcerers, and whoremongers, and murderers, and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. The gate is the Lord Jesus Christ. The gates are the entry portals that the Bible opens up as God uses his word, the scriptures, to uh, minister uh, openings into the kingdom of heaven. And, and it's all Christ, and he is the door, the way, and the life. But the Bible, from Genesis, God could open up a gateway. Or in Revelation, God could open up a gateway in the day of salvation. And the people of God enter in through the gates as faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God into the city, New Jerusalem, the city of God that's built of all those that God has saved. Then verse 15 says, For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and so forth. That is, without the city of God, without, uh, outside of the kingdom of heaven, outside of the city that is built up of the elect, are these people, really. Uh, uh, even though God says they're dogs, he's, he's not speaking of actual dogs. A dog's just a creature, like, like um, any other creature, an elephant or a fish, and all creatures have seen corruption because of the curse, but dogs themselves are not sinners. It's man that's the sinner. God gave his law for man to follow, and man has rebelled and gone contrary to it. Yet a dog is an unclean animal, and God identifies sinners with unclean animals. In Psalm 22, a Messianic psalm that is uh, giving us a, a lot of information about the Messiah and and his atoning work. We read, uh, for instance, in verse 13, they gaped upon me with their mouths as a ravening and a roaring lion. That is, the unsaved, the wicked, were gaping at Christ on the cross. Then in verse 16, For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me, they pierced my hands and my feet. The dogs are the same as the assembly of the wicked. And and that's who's without the city. It's the wicked. The unsaved people of the world, they are like dogs, except uh, Christ spoke to a Syrophoenician woman and 
And he said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And she, recognizing that she was a sinner, said, Yea, Lord, but the dogs eat of the crumbs that fall from the children's tables. And and the Lord um, said, Great is thy faith. And, and he healed her daughter. And uh, that woman was a child of God. And true believers recognize that we are sinners, deserving of nothing, that we are like dogs. We, we are unclean in God's sight. But God is no longer casting bread to the dogs to unsaved people. The day of salvation has passed. And all those to be saved have entered into the city through the gates. And now the rest of mankind, those that never became saved, are without the city. And God says they're dogs or they're sorcerers. We saw that word back in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 8. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers, which is also in our verse in Revelation 22.15, and and uh, whoremongers is is uh, likewise murderers whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars actually many of the same sins and and the people they identify with are in view in revelation 21 verse 8 and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death Now, God isn't speaking of a lake burning with fire and brimstone, but it's the same um, judgment of God. They are without, and they are dogs and sorcerers, whoremongers, murderers, idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. They, they are existing. They, they are physically alive, involved, in these sins, there are sinners involved with the, the sin of sorcery and the sin of a, a whoremonger. And a whoremonger, that word, is translated as fornicator. Uh, we don't have to turn there, but in Hebrews twelve sixteen, the Lord says um, a fornicator as Esau, and it's the same Greek word. And murderers, that, that's a sin that men commit, they kill their fellow man. And today, uh, you know, the number of murderers in the world is, is huge. Uh, every city has thousands of murders, practically. And uh, all the major cities. And the world is full of large cities. There, There's just tremendous numbers of people that have murdered physically. And when you take into account the murder of innocent children with abortion and so many countries abort their young it, it it's really a very great number of people that have physically murdered our prisons are full of people that have physically murdered there's many people walking the streets that have committed murder in one way or another and then god adds to that and and identifies hatred of our brother, hatred of our fellow man, if we hate him in our heart, that's a form of murder. And, and so 
the sin of murder is is rampant. It it's all over the earth, physically, morally, um, through hatred, or spiritually in the churches and congregations as the church has been given over completely to another gospel is itself another gospel and and therefore has killed its congregations through these things and driven out the true believers thereby spiritually murdering them murder is just all over the face of the earth and so these sins and people who commit them are uh, very much in evidence and idolaters of course idolaters are those that worship idols and idolatry is everywhere there are people who worship uh, statues of, of Buddha or they worship statues of Mary or statues of someone they think is Christ or uh, there there is actual idolatry in that sense but God relates covetousness to idolatry in the Bible and and people are coveting like never before there's there's great lust and envy and wicked desire to have the things that we see uh, as the world is producing more and more and people are coveting and desiring these things they're involved in idolatry there's idolatry in sports as people worship their teams each week they go to the stadium and they scream themselves hoarse worshiping their team often on the lord's day they they have no problem spending three or four hours uh at the event at the game and they don't have time for five or ten minutes to read the bible and to pray but they have great amounts of time to devote to their God of football or of baseball or whatever sport it is. Uh, and it's idolatry. Uh, actually, you hear more and more. You hear more and more in these things. They talk about the baseball gods or the football gods. That What they mean is uh, they, they control the bounce of the ball and, and which way, you know... It goes for one team or another under control of the baseball gods. And, and it's actually revealing that this is idolatry when, when people go contrary to the law of God, as the Lord says, remove your foot from your own pleasure on my holy day. And, and people are all about their own pleasure on God's holy day the Lord's Day each Sunday. And it's tremendous idolatry, tremendous idolatry with the entertainment business and lifting up men and worshiping men or worshiping people because they're beautiful, because they're attractive, and or worshiping people because they're rich. The world is full of idols. They think that man thinks that he has made tremendous advancements since the days when they bowed down to statues of stone and carved images that they decked with gold and silver and worshipped as a god. And there's been no improvement whatsoever. Man has gotten even worse. It's just that he's deceived himself concerning 
whom it is or what it is that he's worshiping. He's worshiping things that are sinful and, and covetous, but they're idolatrous according to the Bible. And, and God says that's what is without idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Wow. If, if, uh, the sin of sorcery or fornication or being a murderer or an idolater didn't get you, this one certainly did if you do not have Christ as a savior because this one, this particular sin of loving and making a lie is the glue that binds the world together. It, it's that which brings man together because he takes after his spiritual father, the devil, who was a liar from the beginning and, and the father of it. We read in the Gospel of John and man loves to make a lie, to live a lie, to everything in this world. It, it revolves around the lie. Right from the beginning, right from the beginning, we read our children fairy tales. Why do we do that? Why do we read our children fairy tales, tales of wolves that want to devour little children or, or, or just far-fetched stories of, uh, a goose that lays golden eggs? Things that aren't true. Why do we feed our children lies? And we think we're doing a wonderful thing for them. How many fathers have opened up the fairy tale and said, once upon a time, and then it is exactly that, a tale. It's a story that has no bearing to truth. And, oh, oh it's something we think we're doing good for the child. And what we're doing is conditioning the little boy or little girl to live in this world. We're conditioning them to love and make a lie. And, and so when we close our golden books and, and we kiss them goodnight, we have trained them to, to, uh, look for a lie and, and and believe me, in this world, that'll come in very handy for them. They're, they're, the atmosphere of the whole world is deceit. It's falsehood. It is lies. Every Christmas, what do we hear about? Santa Claus and elves and and things that have no relationship to the truth. But the world prefers... The world chooses the lie. It loves Santa Claus. It loves the lie of some man who never existed coming down the chimney and giving gifts to men rather than the truth, the truth of Christ, God Almighty that emptied himself of his glory and entered into the world and and did give the wonderful gift of salvation to his elect people. And the truth is so superior. It's so tremendously better than the lie. But the nature of man who has a a desperately wicked heart, deceitful above all things, is inclined to the lie. 
he he pushes away the truth of Christ born of the virgin pushes it away and replaces it with a lie then we come to easter and again do we hear of the lord of glory being resurrected from the dead from the foundation of the world and and rising triumphantly well you might hear a reference or two but for the most part you're going to hear about peter cottontail and and some rabbit um stories and and uh, for some reason people start coloring eggs it has nothing to do with the the purpose of the easter season nothing at all nothing but man does not like to focus on the truth he doesn't want light he prefers darkness he doesn't want the actual story or facts from God, he wants to make a lie that he will love and prefer and and opt for every time. And it's the same thing throughout the life of the sinner. He chooses, he makes the lie, and he loves the lie. It's why there's movies, it's why uh, television is so big. What do people watch on TV? Stories. Stories. Made up stories. Some, some guy somewhere sits somewhere and, and with a sin-tainted mind, with a corrupt, uh, mind and heart, he starts fabricating and thinking of things. Oh, what can be shocking or what can be funny or, or what can I make up? Or a team of, uh, individuals with sin-tainted minds. They they bring things out of their own head, out of their own minds. They write it down, and then they hire some actors who are who are paid to lie. And what a wonderful occupation that is in this world. They're paid to be a good liar. And and look how highly esteemed actors are in the world. Why is that? Why is that? What actually? Have they done that is so great that people respect them and honor them and lift them up to a, a, an exalted place? Well, they're excellent liars. They can cry as, as though they were really feeling sorrow. They can laugh as though they were actually happy and, 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 and they can convince you that they're a character that they're not. See, this is the nature of man. He loves the lie. To make a lie and then to love the lie. To, it's done in religion. You, you make a statue, you build a religion around it. It, it's done with perversion of the truth. You, you take the true gospel and you turn it and twist it and you have another gospel and people flock to the religion. They flock to the other gospel. Man loves to make the lie. He gets some sort of perverse satisfaction and enjoyment out of it. And to love what he makes. To love the falsehood. To love that which is not true. And there is God. There is God. Completely opposite. Completely contrary. God is true. 
Though every man be a liar, the Bible says, the word of God is true. Thy word is truth. The Lord Jesus Christ is true. The way, the truth, and the life. And, and he is light. And, and so the, the world has the truth. It has the light. It has the facts. And it closes that book and puts it on a shelf if it has it at all. And, and it builds libraries full of other books that are full of lies and, and makes preference of those. It chooses those. Well, it's the nature of this world, isn't it? Does the world believe what the Bible says? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, which is, of course, the truth. It, it, it's actually absolutely necessary that God spoke to create because there is no other rational, reasonable explanation for how a complex universe with with so many, um, especially uh, in, in this world actually, all the life forms that show intelligent design of a brilliant mind, that there's no other way, let's be honest, there's no other possible way that man and creatures and, and the whole creation just happen randomly or, or occurred by chance and it, it, that's an impossibility. It, it's an impossibility and everybody knows it. And even those that proclaim these things deep down, God says they know it. They're without excuse. They, they realize it. It's just they prefer the lie. They want the lie to be true. They love the lie over the truth. And so man goes into contortions. He twists and he turns and he, he speaks of um, uh, big bangs and, and billions of years ago. And, and if anybody starts inspecting that, he'll push it back to, to even longer periods of time in, in order to develop a lie, to make a lie. This is the way of man. And God's word is, uh, it's not honored. It's not revered. It's not respected. Because it is the truth. You know, this statement, um, I've been going to more and more. It just stands out. It really stands out more and more. It explains a great deal why people turn from the Bible. Why they go back from the Bible and go to the world or go to other religions or go to other gospels. In John chapter 8, it says, in verse 43, why do you not understand my speech? And this is the Lord Jesus speaking, as he does throughout the whole Bible. Uh, Even because ye cannot hear my word, ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, He speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it. And, and by the way, by the way, if, um, loving the truth would be a form of loving Christ, then it would be because he is the truth, then loving the lie is a form or an expression of what? 
loving Satan, loving your spiritual father, loving the father of the lie. It's worshiping in a real way the devil rather than worshiping God. But but that's not the verse. It's the next verse in John 8, verse 45. And, and Christ went on to say this, And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. It's not that I've been lying to you. It's not that I've um, spin some yarn, uh, 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 had a dream or a vision or, or just put together something out of my own mind that's not true. Actually, what Christ is saying here, what's implied is that if he did lie, if he did make something up, they would have believed him. They would have believed him. The reason that the, the, the Israelites, who are men just like anybody else, sinners, the reason they did not believe Jesus was because he was telling them the truth. And it's the same reason today. When, when the Bible tells people the truth, they don't believe it. The Bible says that God spoke and created the world. People don't believe it. The Bible says that all men are sinners. There is none righteous. No, not one. People don't believe it. The Bible says the church age is over and those in the churches don't believe it. The Bible says judgment day came May 21, 2011 and people don't believe it. And we can go on and on and on. It, it, it's the truth, the truth over and over and over again that is disbelieved that is uh, viewed as a lie. Oh, I'm not going to believe that. And and th- that's why God's people are, are being called false prophets. It's why we're said to be heretics. They view the truth as a lie. And it's due to the uh, inability to perceive that which is true due to man's deceitful nature. Man has a filter built in his heart to filter out the truth. He doesn't receive it. He he doesn't accept it. He he cannot believe it. It's the lie that flows forth that that he of course he uh, he's very particular about which lie. Uh, you know, he's not a fool. He's not going to believe just any lie, but he'll settle on a lie eventually because that's all he can do due to the nature of his own heart, which is deceitful, desperately wicked. Who can know it? He doesn't even know it himself. And it, it yet God changes the heart of his people, and he gives them the ability to perceive truth. As we read in John 10, that Christ's sheep hear his voice. They believe the truth. They love the truth. That all the things that the world feels and and responds to the lie, God's elect feel and respond to the truth due to their changed nature. Now their heart is not deceitful above all things. It's a heart of truth because it's a heart after Christ's own heart. 
Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.